You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So I'm confused. Did you know it was going to happen? No, I never know until I get there, like what the event is going to be. So you're like, just where there. it's going to be and what the event's going to be. I kind of show up at the place and then uh, it's like, all right, in a couple hours, this is what's going to be happening. Oh, so they gave you a little bit of a heads up. Yeah, because you, cause you have so to get So were you prepared. part of it? What role did you play? I was inadvertently part of it. I wasn't asked to be a part of it. Uh, I was just incorporated into it. And uh, I, I did not know until it, did you it use had an accent? started. I did not use Oh, you should have used an accent. That's an open opportunity. You missed out on a lot of opportunities, okay. I feel like, right here. We need to talk about this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've got a lot of stuff that we're going to be getting to today. I do want to say really quick, we've got a special guest who's going to be joining us in, I don't know, about 20 minutes or so. We've got Mr. Todd Armstrong Our coming in. Todd Armstrong. We haven't had him on in a while because he was venturing he moved, the world. And now he's moved back, or mm-hmm. I don't know. Todd's always all over the place doing yeah. all kinds he of... Could, we'll have to ask him because he's either moved back or no. he's visiting. We don't, we don't know. Todd's just a... No, I'll look at his Facebook page. He's and a he's, candle in the wind. He's, in like, he's at like some waterfall. Who knows where he is? And then he'll be at some club performing, and then he's somewhere else in a different city. He's all over the place. So yeah, so Todd Armstrong, going to be joining us here in just a little bit on Fun Employment Radio. Also... Big thank you to everybody who goes to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and clicks on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page, Sarah. Oh. You know, we've been doing this show live since 2009, and uh, I think it's very important that people realize we figured out the best way to shop online, and that's oh to go gosh. to our website. It's so true, because other people are kind of flailing. They're like, oh, I don't know how to, uh, how to navigate the internet. Uh, but we've been doing this for our livelihood for yeah. uh, eight years coming up we're, in November, We're your guide so to the internet right let here. Let us guide you on the internet. Yeah, so just go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link, and then you can shop. You know, you've been hearing a lot about it. This is the best way to do it. Also, coming up... This Thursday, March 23rd, if you are in the Portland area, we've got our event coming up, which is the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night at the Landmark Saloon. I am so excited. It's the first bingo of spring, Greg. The first because bingo today of spring. Is, is the first day of spring. Is it? Uh-huh. Is it today or tomorrow? It is, is it the today. 20th or 21st? It is the 20th. It's the 20th? It oh. is today. Happy first day of spring. All right. Okay. Say it back to me. Be polite. No, hippie. All right. So, no. No. No, is that what you said? So this is the spring equinox. Sorry, yes. I, I'm going to get a lot of angry emails about that. Okay, so so what are you, what are you supposed to do for that? Say it back to me. Happy, happy spring day? First day of spring. I, don't, I didn't know that's something I had to do. That well, sounds I mean, very you complicated. You could just be a polite member of society, and if someone says something to you, you could say it back. Yeah, but I want, I want to know why I'm saying it first. All right, so... It's our first uh, first spring bingo. Get your. It's our springo. We want to share. Greg, Greg it's springo. No, we're not using that Greg, as a term. It's springo. That is not. Hey, everybody, come to springo on Thursday. Spring. We are not calling it springo. All right, it's at Landmark Saloon, four eight four seven Southeast Division, and our two fine sponsors are going to be Bridgeport Brewing, which we just found out they're going to have their India Pale Ale Wheat Beer, which I don't. I, I just found out about this. Oh, They're going to have that no, on tap. No, we just literally got a text message about it. Yeah, so uh, Bridgeport Brewing, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. They are – they're fantastic. We we love them. And so they're going to be down there have some great prizes for bingo. And then also Tullamore Dew Whiskey, beer and whiskey. What can go wrong there that is the best way to celebrate spring and bingo? Absolutely. So why don't you drink some Bridgeport, drink some Tullamore Dew, and come to our Springo, which is happening <laughs> this Thursday. We're not making that a thing. Oh, we're making it a thing. I'm changing the backdrop for our Facebook event and everything. So if you are on Facebook and you'd like to come to Springo, uh, of course, RSVP on there and let us know that you're coming. Ben in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live said, that sounds like something Steve Brule would, would say. Steve Brule, Dr. Steve Brule. Oh, you don't know that. Oh, I'm going to have to show you the world of Steve Brule. It's pretty amazing. I don't even amazing. know who that is. Okay. Okay. Is that the uh, aliens guy? No, 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 no. It's a whole different thing. I, we don't even have time to go into it. I will show you some Steve Brule videos. Once you start watching them, you will be addicted to them, and, you, and you'll watch a million of them all at once. I don't know. You, you think I'm going to become addicted to things. Sometimes I don't find them as interesting. Well, okay, well, maybe you won't. Maybe you won't. But Steve you know what Brule, I do though. find hilarious is Springo. If you don't find Springo like, as hilarious as I do, I feel like we're, we're kind of missing each other. We're missing the mark here. Well, looks like it. Looks uh-huh. like that happened. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah. So. 
you know, as you know, this is our this is our main job. Like I said, we've been doing this since 2009. Oh, by the way, uh, that I'm just going to say a quick side note: the Willamette Week is having their their uh, thing again, where they're voting for like the best podcast. In oh, Portland. they are. Yeah, so it's going on again, and it's nomination time right now. So if you get a chance to go to wweek.com and just put us in there for a, it's under the entertainment section, and they've got a best podcast section. We won it last year. That'd be cool if we won it again this year. And or if we don't, because I completely forgot that that was happening, yeah. and it might be closed. But either way. Yeah, no, it's not closed. Okay. It's not closed. It's nominations right now. Yeah, if you don't mind going there to wweek.com, maybe we'll put a link somewhere here so you can go directly to it. But if you go to wweek.com, you can uh, put in our name. There's a Best of Portland link there. So just put it under entertainment for podcasts. That'd be cool. Okay. That'd be sweet. But anyway, that's not what I'm getting into right now. So, you know, we have our side jobs. This is our main job. Sarah had her side job over the last weekend. Yes. And Sarah... Please explain. All right. So as I've talked about on the show before, I am, uh, for one of my part-time jobs, a cater waiter. And that includes uh, – that entails basically – I'm a bartender. I say cater waiter because it rhymes, but I'm basically like an events bartender. So uh, if you've ever been to like a fancy event where like it's being you know catered and like it's some sort of like work event or holiday party or something and it's um, you know not where you work. It's like you've, you've rented some sort of ballroom or kind of thing. Uh, Chances are I've worked like every type of event now at this point, yeah. except for this weekend. It was the first one. So, so I knew that I was I was scheduled to work. And um, whenever I am scheduled to work, I don't know exactly. Like, it's it's very unlikely that I know what the party is going to be. So you just show up. Yeah, because I've done, um, like, speed dating. Remember when we, I did the rich people speed dating thing oh, before? Yeah. Like, exclusive speed dating. Exclusive like- speed dating. Uh, I've, uh, holiday parties, uh, bar mitzvahs, um, weddings. And like anything, like it's basically mm-hmm. you know, since it is a catering company, you get hybrid, like you know people's birthday parties, eyes wide shut parties. I haven't done an eyes wide shut party. Okay, so you haven't done one of those. So that's definitely probably on your bucket list. I would imagine as a bartender going to these events, is there is there something that you are looking forward to, like the kind of event that you haven't had yet? Well, I didn't know that I would be looking forward to the kind of event that I was going to have this weekend because after as soon as this happened, I was like. Holy shit, this is amazing. And like, it wasn't an eyes wide shut party. And it was not an eyes wide okay, shut party. Okay, all right. Still on the so, list. Still a goal. Okay. This was one of the first uh, – this is the first one that uh, that I've ever done. So I walk in. You know, I'm talking to my boss and I'm just like, hey, which by the way, um, like it, I totally got the go ahead from him because he – nobody else that I work with knows that uh, I do this show. Okay. I'm just like – he's just like, by the way, I have to let you know this um, party that you're going to be working tonight. He's like, uh, you're welcome for the show content. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what is it? And then just as he's he, – he hasn't quite told me yet um, what it's going to be at this particular point. So I show up and I'm looking – you know, because basically you put up the all the information on the bulletin board. Like what kind of this drinks they're going to – behind the scenes. This is behind the scenes. Okay. So um, it all depends on if I'm going to have a full bar. Sometimes there's beer and wine bar. There are different levels of things that people buy, different okay. types of liquor that they request. So this was going to be a full bar, and so I was looking at that, and I'm like, okay. And a manager who I don't really know came up, and he was talking to my friend, and he was like, all right, so we need to make sure that everybody on the second floor knows that there is going to be a gunshot. and what? It'll be, There's going to be a gunshot. And I'm like, excuse me? What is happening? He's like, oh, no, no, not a real gunshot, but we just need to make everybody uh, aware in the lobby and on the second floor that when they hear a gunshot, they know it's not real. I'm like, okay. What is happening? That sounds like something someone would say if they're planning to actually fire a real gun. Yeah, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. So okay. I was like, okay, what is happening? It turns out I was bartending. And there's going to be a gunshot. And there's going to be a gunshot. That's the first thing I found out before I found out what I was doing. I'm like, so what is this exactly? I got to be the bartender for a murder mystery cocktail party. <laughs> a murder mystery night. Oh my God! I have ne- have you ever seen a murder mystery night, Greg? First have, and foremost, I've never participated in one. I I considered they have the the train. There's a train like a tourist train that goes from like Portland to I don't know Mount Adams or something like that or Mount Hood, and the tourist train has one on it that that you can do it on there. And I I considered auditioning for it. Well, because point, I didn't really know because you've heard about them. Like everybody's heard of like a murder mystery dinner, like the yeah. But I've never been figure- to one. No. And I had no, no idea, idea what were. it was like. Because no is everybody involved? So they sh- like start from the beginning. Because right, I really so don't know how. There are different ways that are involved. So uh, so anyway, so I'm just like, all right, cool. And they're firing a gun. And there's like, oh, it's a blank. I'm like, okay. And that's how Brandon Lee died. So I'm glad that there's going to be a blank being shot in the oh small ballroom. Do you know like, how many guns with blanks have been fired Since between then, Brandon Lee's death and now? I'm gonna guess 
the ratio, the likelihood. You know what? You don't hear about all the blanks that, that were successfully fired. You hear no, about the one that killed Brandon Lee. That wasn't a blank. They put a real bullet in there. I know. That's somebody how... could have done that. Maybe there was some, like, torrid love affair happening in this murder mystery clan that I didn't know, and someone accidentally puts a real bullet in there. Who's to say? Okay. They were real guns. They looked like real guns. I don't really know. Okay. Okay. Definitely something to worry about. Yes. So, uh... So I found out there's a gunshot. Well, I was kind of worried, to be honest, because working the job that I do, so I mean, it's always people you don't know. I'm left out there a lot because I'm the bartender, so I have to stay at my post. I'm there for hours by myself, like, and nobody comes in and checks on me. And there are many entrances that somebody could come into, and they're, like, big, like, ball. I get kind of freaked out sometimes. So, yeah, the idea... Of a gunshot going off when I don't know when it's going to happen, which other I'm like, oh, do we know it's going to happen? They're like, oh, it's going to happen sometime between uh, 7.30 and 8.30. I mean, that part's kind of weird. So did the audience know? No. Like, how, like, how does all it right, work? So this is what happened. So I, I got there, and, and they're like, all right, this is going to be a murder mystery night. And they're just like, get your bar together, and, and then we'll let you know what's going on. So I, I've got everything together, and we set it all up. It's like lots of um, – it looks really cool in there. So it's like all like white linen tablecloths and like candles everywhere. And um, and then the murder mystery people came. So I didn't know what to expect. So I'm sitting there setting up my bar and they come in with all of all of their equipment, like all these like microphones. And they have a keyboardist who's going to be playing the music. Oh, which, by the way, speaking of music, I, I pulled some music to play in the background when I'm talking about my murder mystery stuff. That sounded like this. Oh, wow. It was amazing. So they come in, and they're getting everything set up and putting the speakers and everything up. And um, and then, like, the person who's hosting the party comes up and is talking to me. So apparently it's a company party. It's about 45 people. And they don't know that they're walking into a murder mystery party. Okay. So the people who are all coming, except for, like, the two hosts. So they don't know anything about it. Yeah, so they don't know. They, just they think, think they're, they're just there for, like, a regular party. party. Yeah, okay. for a regular company party. So... It's very confusing because nobody really explains anything to me. So I'm like, okay. So then they're coming up to me telling me that nobody knows, but like, oh, play along. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. So then the murder mystery people come up to me. and uh, How do you know they're the murder mystery people? Because they were setting up all the speakers and stuff. And, but they were all in their plain clothes. So I couldn't really tell who was who. So this this one comes up to me. She's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And just to let you know, my actors are going to be coming up because I was the one bar uh-huh. in this room for everybody. It was an open bar, uh-huh. of course. Um so it's the one where she's like, hey, so my actors are going to be coming up because they're going to be pretending to be part of this group of people. And so, but when they come up, they're not drinking, but I need you to make it look as if you're making them cocktails, but really don't put any alcohol in it. Where well, how do you know who's the actor then? Exactly. So it was very confusing, at least when they so, were in their plain clothes. So wait, so this is like a company party and the actors are coming in just blending in with everybody? Yes, they're blending in. Because it was about like 45, 50 people. I think that it was a company. I think they had different um, different store, different locations. Right. So you could be like Cheryl from accounting and nobody would know exactly. who you were. Exactly, Cheryl from accounting part. from okay. like uh, Springfield. And, oh, yeah, okay, you know, gotcha. Yeah. So right. they could be. So what they did is these people you know, would kind of infiltrate into there. So I'm like, okay, I guess I, I can do this. And so um, the people started to file in and I'm getting really nervous because, you know, we have to make like a lot of martinis and stuff and it's fine. But I'm getting nervous because I'm afraid I'm going to accidentally give out real gonna alcohol. get one of the actors drunk? Yeah, I'd get one of the actors <laughs> drunk and I'm like, I don't know which one is which. And so I kept having this awkward conversation with people. Like as it started, I'll be like, and they'll be like, oh, can I get a Manhattan? I'm like, do you want a man, like a Manhattan or like a... A Manhattan. Were you doing that with everybody that came up? No, but the ones that looked like really because I could, I was able to finally figure out who the actors the problem were. Is, you do that to the wrong person, it's going to sound like you're calling them an alcoholic. To be like, really, you, you want a Manhattan, or I can just put something in it to make it look like one. You're fine. Like that's no, I've had to do that. You, I've had to do that for people before. Well, they're sure. Like, they're like, hey, can you? Uh, yeah, if they're some, asking for one. Yeah, can you put some like coke and in, in and some sparkling water in a rocks glass? It looks like I'm drinking whiskey. I'm like. Cool. No, and I get that if somebody's doing that on purpose. But if you're trying to tell somebody that's coming up, like, yeah, I'll make you a wink Manhattan. Well, because sir. none of the actors came and introduced themselves to me beforehand. So I have no clue who the actors are. And so that's I'm like, weird. I don't. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. And there are all these people who are because everyone's very dressed up. It's a fancy event. OK. So I can't tell. Then I, I start to like kind of be able to pick out the actors a little bit because they're a little too over the top. Like they're wearing. You know, Did like they have accents? Like a little, like, kind of. 
Oh, yeah. hello there. Yes, I'm Cheryl from accounting, actually. Yes. Were they, oh, it's like that? Yes. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, my darling, will you be me a dear and make me a martini? <laughs> and then, Wait, and so this I is why they're blending to, in? Yes. Okay. And I don't know what to do. And then so I'm like kind of awkward. I'm like, are you an actor? <laughs> like just trying to talk to them. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they'd be like, oh, but I'd like a martini. And I'm like, but are you... Are you an actor? <laughs> and then she kind of, and then she was wearing cat eye sunglasses, which was the the giveaway. Oh wow! Okay. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It was happening, and so I'm like, so how many of the actors are there blending in here? There were four or five. Four or five. Okay. Four. Just kind of mingling around. Mixing two women, in. two men. Uh, there was one that didn't blend in, which I didn't have to ask any questions because he was uh, dressed as a Russian gangster. <laughs> And they would talk like this. And they'd be like, oh, my God. It's, wait, it's just... just and like, I'm stone cold sober at this thing, by the way. And everyone else is like, it's a whole bunch of, like, drunk middle-aged people who are just, okay. So anyway, so, like, the actors are coming up to me. And she's just like... <laughs> and so the actress, you know, with the cat eye glasses. I'm like, all right, so you want a, a martini? Like, a fake one, right? And she's like, she's like, yes, a martini. And like, she pulled, like, her down, down her cat eye sunglasses. And she's like, okay, cool. And she's like, but shake it and make it look as if you're making me a drink. I'm like, okay, so I'm wasting my time as a bartender. Did she tip you? No! Oh. No! Well, that's kind of lame. Nobody did, except for the people who hosted the event. They tipped me a Target gift card, which was very nice. I spent it yesterday. Yeah, but the um, the the woman, who, the actor who wants you to make the fake oh, yeah. drinks? No, I had to make... So I you're included them... in their play then at this point, but you're not getting paid to be a Oh, yeah. No, okay. so I had to make them... So I would have to shake it, and she'd be like, oh, I love it when like they shake the drink. Oh, it was just like... Whatever. I'm just a monkey. I'm, I'm paid to whatever. It's season I'm going to cut out that little piece care. of audio right there. No, so she's like, so I'm like, okay, so basically what I'm doing is I'm pouring water into a shaker, closing it, shaking it, then having to strain fucking water into a martini glass, then waste an olive by putting it in there, and they walk around like, but they're fake martinis. Hello, darling. How are you? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. and so, I kind of want to do this, to be honest. No, okay, and, I'm finding out a little more. All right, so they... So they walk around. So they walk they around mix with their and they fake drinks, and then was uh, there a tycoon character at all? There was a tycoon. Oh, see, because that's the character I want. Yeah, I want to be the gold. You tycoon. would want to be. I, I, as soon as I saw the tycoon, I'm like, that would be great. I would totally play a tycoon mm-hmm. rolling into one of these things. No, I figured young I'm like, eccentric soon, tycoon. Yes, he was a yes. He was more of like a, um, yeah, like a young rich like uh, yeah, he's like, like an art collector, bit of a playboy, if you will. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, that's my role. That's what I want to be doing. Yeah, he's uh, so there's him, there's the Russian gangster, and then there are the two. There are the couple ladies who are like infiltrating the crowd. Who like, and this is an older crowd a little bit too. Okay, and they're a drinking crowd. Sweet. Like, um, like it was that open means they bar. Be, that means they believe it. Yeah. So yeah. So it was open bar, and there was a lot. There were a lot of guys drinking scotch. A lot of sketchy, sketchy. Why didn't you just call me when this was going on, and I could have come down and I could have done it myself? Because you couldn't have blended in. Because it was just. So anyway, so these people are just getting hammered. Like usually at, at these events, like I think that they're going to be like kind of a lot of wine drinkers. Yeah, but see, I could have come down and played the played another tycoon, like a I rival tycoon. The, I don't think the company that was putting on the show would have appreciated a rival tycoon. Oh yeah, but that would have added to the whole performance. It would have like spiced it up a little bit if I could have come down there and been like this guy's this guy's rival, his indis- industry rival. Yeah, and I talk shit about him all around the place. Well, and so all they're they're all like milling about, and then at some point. Uh, like somebody dies, I can't see it's it's across the room, and like some guy just falls over, and then like everyone's so drunk oh. that they're not really realizing. Wait, it. Wait, but and they don't dinner know. hasn't even started yet. But at this all... point, though, they don't know it's an it's a fake thing. There's somebody dead I think at, at that the party. Point, they kind of do because he like falls over, and then like one of the girls <laughs> starts. They know it's just and one of the dead... girls starts screaming, and then like well, and then there was some singing. I just don't even want to get into it. It was just they started singing. There's a group sing. Okay. I want to say that it was really awesome. Like, I was so happy to have something to watch because it was, like, really entertaining. Um, but when it was getting started, when nobody knew it was happening and the actors are being very acty and <laughs> it was so embarrassing to sit and watch and then, yeah, and then make all of these fake drinks. And, like, because I don't know what the hell these people want. Like, because I'm not being paid by them. And they yeah. keep asking me, 
to make them drinks. Like, this guy's just like, oh, yeah, like, can you make something that looks like a Manhattan? Can you make, like, something that looks like a... Okay. And so I'm like, fine. So I'm wasting all these glasses because I have to, like, bring all my glassware out and everything. So I'm already kind of annoyed. Yeah. All these martini glasses. Yeah, that part's kind of annoying. Yeah. So anyway, so the guy's killed somehow in the corner of the room. Then somebody comes up and starts singing a song. And then they announce, like, and welcome to our murder mystery night. And I'm like, oh, God. And then, so they basically... They put out all the things and, like, uh, tell people, like, the premise of the game, which is to figure out who killed the guy who had just died over in the corner or whatever. Okay. Um, they leave the body there or do they? Yeah, he out? laid there. He well, just he laid did, there the whole night? No, he laid there, but then, no, he was a double actor, so then he ended up coming back as another person, but he laid there for, like, a good 20 minutes. He just lay there and, like, go to sleep or something? Yeah, he just was just laying there. <laughs> people came over and inspected the body? Yeah, they were just kind of looking at him. Drunk, you know, drunk old men were kind of, like, poking him. Like you with the stick. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to see if you can break, get him to break character. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So it was weird. So then she started singing and she's like, and welcome. And I'm like, oh, God. So, of course, what they didn't do is specify that I wasn't part of the fucking thing because it's like all all of them and then I'm the only other person that they're basically seeing. So they uh-huh. assume that I'm like some sort of part that of it. you're in on it. Yeah. And so okay. they have like where you can like bribe people with drinks in order to like get some more information about, uh, out of them to like find out who you killed the guy. You bribe them with drinks? Yeah, but with their fake drinks, like okay. you know, fake drink ticket things. And um, and so I started getting all these drunk people who were walking up to me and they were like, so – and like trying to give me like their bribes. And they're like, so, so can you tell me who the murderer was? I'm like – I don't work for them. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm just as confused as you are. I have no idea what's going on. And then so they basically did this big live show where there's arguing and and they're in corp like talking okay. to people at the tables. Okay, well clearly I think that what the bottom line is here, I think I see where we're going with this. Because we obviously Need to stage one of these for a fun employment radio event where we're the we're the actors walking around. Although we might be kind of a giveaway, we'll have to do a getup. Um, I have to do some kind of a costume. Yes, yeah, so you'll have to be in disguise. I have to be in disguise, and we walk around to the event, and then maybe ooh, okay, this is awesome. We need to get everybody in the fun employment radio network involved, and then people can try to guess who killed who. Who would be the person that dies? You. You. Oh. Oh come on! Who wouldn't? No, but then I don't want to lay down there for that long. No, but what, you, you think I'm the one that people come back are going to want to murder? Twin. <laughs> my evil, my evil twin, Gary. Mm-hmm. Gary. Okay. Uh, well, maybe, maybe I could do that because then that would be fun. That I could play the tycoon. Um, I don't know. I don't think I would be the one that would be murdered, though. I'm pretty sure this. that you would be absolutely out of the everybody on the Fun Employment Radio Network. You think they're, they'd want to murder me? Yes. I think you would be the murdered one. I think no, I think be I'd you. be the murderer. Well, th- yeah, that's the thing. If I died, everybody would know it was you. Like mm-hmm. everybody would put okay. their vote in. Like, yep, yep. It was Sarah. No, because even though I have murder spasms, I'm very compassionate. I couldn't really go through I with it. I think Tristan should die. Tristan should be the one that, that gets, uh, he's the murdered one, and then we have to figure that out. Because it, cause that'd be weird to be like, all right, well, who wants to murder Tristan? And then you have to really get well, into the motives. a lot motives. of people, I'm sure. Well, pro- probably. I'm sure they do. But not necessarily on the network. It would, be, it would be more well-rounded as far as who it was that murdered him. I think that would be a better way. Because I die, it's you. It's you. No, it could be anybody, actually. It could be Keelan. Like, it could be Tristan that killed you. It could be a lot of people. Well, I mean... (sighs) All right, well, we got to think about this, because I think clearly we need to be doing one of these. As long as I get to play a tycoon of some kind, that's the most important... Okay. The most important factor. Of this uh, of this event. Well, I will say that uh, yeah, that there was a lot of running around, and it was pretty like it was funny. The actors themselves were really good. Like I was actually entertained pretty much the entire uh-huh. time because I work a lot of corporate parties where you're just staring there, like standing for hours, and just and again, I I I actually like my job. I mean, it's you know whatever, it's a job, but I make mm-hmm. decent money, so you know it's it's fine. But I mean, to get entertainment while I'm actually just being paid and not having to be a part of it and watching everybody. Like, you know, all these confused middle-aged people who are trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the gunplay came out. Oh, boy. That was a little that was a little bit of some scary stuff right there. testy right there, yeah. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. But the, yeah, but the girls were, of course, you know, very pretty. And, like, all, you know, the old men were just following them with their eyes the whole time. And then it was... Well, invite me down there next time and I'll join in. I absolutely will not. Yeah, but, I mean, that way I can come down and be a part of the whole event. You know, and I'll tip. I'll tip, so that's fine. 
Um, but you know, I'll, I'll want real drinks. It always does I mean, surprise not, me when like nobody drinks. tips, especially drinks. if it, it's like taking me like a good like three minutes to make them like a nice shaken like Cosmo or something yeah. like that. Like it's like, come on, everything's being. Then they're not required to, mind you. But I mean, every time I go to one of those, I'm like, uh huh. Couple bucks is not that big. of Couple a deal. bucks, yeah, for sure. Couple. Yeah. All right. uh, anyway, it was hilarious, and I definitely think we should do a fun employment radio one. Okay, that's good. All right, we're going to do one. We'll have to figure out who dies. That's the main part. Yep. And I get to be a tycoon. That's mm-hmm. that's the other part. Okay, fine. Greg dies, and I'm the tycoon that comes back. The gold like baron. Yeah. A tycoon or a baron, one or the other. Okay. All right, let's take a break, because I believe our, our special guest should be here uh, any second, and that is Mr. Todd Armstrong. Awesome. Who's going to be joining us here on Fun Employment Radio. So let's take a break. Back in just a second. Oh. That's, a, that's an all right laugh. That was good. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, there we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> that was a surprise uh, surprise return. Sorry, I still haven't transferred my music over yet, so the song was a little short. Oh, my God, Whoopsie-daisy. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. Welcome now. <laughs> Welcoming now. Welcome. Welcoming now. Welcome. To our show, it is Mr. Todd Armstrong. <laughs> Yay, on airplane mode. I just enough to turn my phone on. Yeah, I know. Mode. Sarah kind of surprised us with uh, coming back. She's like, okay, we're going now. You guys so. did just great. You didn't seem caught off guard <laughs> no, I, at I, all. Not at all. I have coffee in my hand, phone yeah. on airplane mode. I'm literally ready to rock. We're right, good. We're we good go. to go. Yes. Allergy voice and tone. <gasps> I know. I'm so glad I'm not alone with my allergy voice. Yeah, yeah I don't think we talked about it at the beginning of the show, which I'm surprised it's hit you, Sarah. It did yesterday. It knocked me. Like I've been, well, I guess it was for Saturday. Saturday was the first time, and I've just been groggy, and this just won't quit. It I did won't quit. Uh, two days in a or one day in a hotel, one day in a yurt, and then two days in a different hotel. So I did like a whole little mini comedy run. So that's what this is from. Is oh the, yeah, you know, sleeping, oh, yeah. On, sleeping on commercially laundered sheets, and in I, a I don't yurt? do well with yeah. I was gonna so the connection little. Pat Wilson, she's a really fun booker. Um, she's like the last person I feature for just because the gigs are so fun. Like awesome. Coos Bay, Medford. So you get to go to Crater Lake. You get to go hike all the coves and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Coast, and so it's perfect. And uh, <laughs> so I, normally just there's no Thursday show. So you sleep in your car or whatnot or you hang out with friends. And I just wasn't in the mood to like surf on someone's couch. I was just going to sleep in my rental car because uh-huh. my truck went kaput. And yeah. then, so I was going to sleep in the back. And I was just like, I am 39 years old in October. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. And so my buddy uh, Jeremiah Conflin who's doing the same run next oh, week. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, he said, he's, he's like, great. I'm staying in the yard at the beach. They're 40 bucks. I was like, well, shit, I'll buzz down there and check it out real quick because I was going to hike down there anyways. And I was like, there's one yurt left. I was like, well, serendipity. And there it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Slept on a yurt. Nice. What what is in what entails sleeping in a yurt? Is there like a bed in there? It was, uh, like a it mat? was so outdoor school if you grew up in Portland. <laughs> it was so just like yeah. the vinyl generic mattresses and then uh-huh. like the, um, let's call it like the Uncle built bunk bed where it's like <laughs> two by fours and two by sixes, then it bolted to the floor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. There, was just, there was a little light. There was enough to plug in my phone. There was more than I thought there was. And so I went back to the general store, bought a couple 22s IPAs I liked, and then nice. chopped firewood with my pocket knife where I took my pocket knife, put it on the edge of the wood, and then took another piece of wood and hammered it through yep. to build a little kindling up. Maybe nice. a little, you know, thank, you know, thanks for teaching me, Daddy. And, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I always have a lighter on me as a stoner, so I'm you know, a little bit of newspaper and there have, you have go. myself a fire. Uh, was this the one in Lincoln City it's being asked? Uh, no, this is. Uh, uh, Coos Bay, Oregon, like Coos way, Bay, yeah, way south. Yeah, like a good. I think it's a four hour and fifteen minute drive oh, from here. So it's yeah. been a while since I've been down there. Coos Bay is a whole different kind of world. Down there. I don't yeah. think I've been to. Uh, Coos yeah, Bay. Charleston's the sa- the town. It's like so. It's it's Coos Bay. The mouth of it's basically it like, kind of like a story. It's huge. Like the bay okay. is huge, like a huge river mouth. Basically, is like, if I understand it right. But just south of that, they have this big, beautiful cape that was just. It was crazy. I, I hiked down to this. Uh, I think it was called Cape Argo. If you look at up Cape Argo State Park, mm-hmm. that's where it was. And I say I, I stayed at Sunset Sunset Cove State Park is where the yurts were. Oh, nice! Yeah, it was beautiful. I hiked down there and I found sunset, and it was going out tide, so I did something you know that my mom wouldn't be happy about. But I hiked down to this like it was a good. 120 feet down into it, and then I'm not tide happy about out, that I, either. I, While the tide walked, is out, that is yeah. very unsafe, I, young I man. Out and I sat about like 25, 20, you know, 20, 30 feet off the water above this big lava, you know, like reef thing, and just watched sunset go down. Do you down. know how fast that tide comes back in? Oh, yeah, but then I slid down the back of the rock. I planted it all out because I was like, okay, that rock's perfectly positioned. So you guys can go to Instagram and see where my, I'm, again, like if, if you guys have listened to the show, I have an Instagram so my mom knows where the body's at. So. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it is fun following you on social media because not only do you have a, you know, full life with comedy, but it also seems like you're traveling a little bit of everywhere. Yeah, I take the gigs. I mean, um, there was a oh, – shit. Uh, Dave Chappelle did an interview today on CBS Morning, 
and was talking about finding your altitude in comedy. And mm-hmm. that's it's very similar to so what I feel is I found my position and what I like in comedy. I do I take the gigs I want. I I'm not good with the parties. I'm not good with the schmoozing. I'm not good yeah. with the auditions. I'm very self-destructive when it comes down to, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah, so yeah. I just I'm like, no, I'm I'm I like taking the gigs I want. I do my 25, 30 minutes. I get paid enough money to cover a rental car and screw around and eat some In-N-Out Burger. And if it was, you know, if I would have had a my truck, I would have went surfing. But my truck, literally, the oh, so you said it just crept out. Yeah. It, so the long of the planet was, I bought this truck years ago to give it to my nephew. All of the scene at the end of Back to the Future, like oh, the, the Toyota yeah. truck, so Marty can go camping. Because like, if you live in the Pacific Northwest, a Mid '90s, late '80s Toyota pickup is the perfect vehicle. You, they're, yep. they are impossible to not love. Mm-hmm. And so I bought it. Like I was looking for years to find one perfectly formed that hadn't been all hacked up. Because I mean, people have them. They turn them into specific rock crawlers, or they turn them into yep. you know, whatever it is. It's hard to find a stock one with just some big tires on it. Bought it, fixed it all up, got it all ready to give it to him for his 16th birthday. I took the job out to manage Spokane Comedy Club. So I was like, okay, I'll just give it to him for his 15th birthday. Mm-hmm. It'll be all good to go, this, that, and the other thing. And then it was having a hard time starting after this winter because I pushed it. Oh, no. Went and took it to the mechanic. And then long story short, they didn't have no compression on two cylinders, which is the part you can't like fix if you don't know. Even if you don't know cars, it's the heart of it. It's a, it, a heart transplant. It's a whole thing. You can't build around it. You have to replace it, unfortunately. Oh, man. So I just basically sold it to my brother for 1500 bucks to give him – X amount of dollar, I mean four thousand dollar budget basically to put a new engine in it. Yeah, and then so my nephew will have a perfect truck when he's sixteen, and and then there's something over his head because he has memories, and that, that's the truck he learned to drive a stick in when he was fourteen. Oh, oh yeah. that's cool. You know, he's driven across. I mean, if you check out my social media, that there's pictures yeah. of him in the back of the truck, us driving across rivers and crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, now he'll take it on his own. Yeah, adventures. exactly. And, yeah. If, and if he wants to get contemptuous with it, then I'll just take the damn thing back. Yeah, it's like here. Here's your five thousand dollars or whatever you have into it. Here's your right. you know whatever it is, and go buy your stupid little Honda. You'll regret in two years of having it. Yeah, exactly. and you'll realize that you made a giant mistake. Yeah, right? and then guess what? Your little brother gets that car in five years. And so <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the it, me and my brother don't agree on much, but it's you know, <laughs> Toyota trucks and letting children have their own opinion. That's, oh yeah, that's yeah. The only things we can't agree on. Other than that, it's a screaming match about <laughs> politics and food. My first car was uh, well, my first car was a truck. I had a, a nineteen eighty eight Nissan uh, extended cab pickup. Perfect. I loved that truck, and then my sister when because I'm couple of years older than her and then we started sharing the truck and then everyone just knew us as the sisters with the silver truck yeah. because we just drive it everywhere <laughs> Had like a little disco ball hanging from yeah. the mirror oh I lo- my my sister actually still has it it's been it's like it's falling apart the gas cage doesn't work but oh, goddamn it doesn't work in my truck i just yeah. throw a sticker over it exactly i just uh, <laughs> but goddamn it if like every time i visit her in seattle we're like all right let's go get coffee in the little truck mm-hmm. because it's the little truck it's the one that's where you drive best memories when it, yeah. per- it's a perfect yeah. third vehicle no matter what oh my gosh of course i'm dumb enough to always like i rode a motorcycle here but that's i mean i'm the person that doesn't mind riding a motorcycle <laughs> in the rain but I, I love a motorcycle a, a beat-up capable four-wheel drive vehicle and then whatever if you need a commuter car something small and right I'm, I'm not an suv guy i'm not yeah. a, no me neither Wait, didn't you have a Honda? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've, I'm, I had a minivan for a while. Yeah, and then you comedy. had the um, little Honda Fit too. Yeah, that's and what I was thinking. And then I've had a Honda of. Ruckus, mm-hmm. the little tiny the Ruckus, scooters. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, but uh, '92 Honda Accord is one of my favorite car I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. The most fun I've had in my life was my old '92 Honda Accord LS wagon, or oh, not awesome. wagon. Sorry, just a sedan, little ski racks, little 17 inch wheels. Dang. Didn't have too much. Made it up to, to the mountain. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Whereas like in the summertime, I had nice enough tires on it where I could go run around and you know race Mustangs in the woods and stuff and have fun. Yeah, yeah. And then the wintertime, you just throw. Snow tires on the front, and you just put up the top of the hill and, <laughs> and ruin you're your ready knees. To go. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. So you did mention that you had moved to Spokane, but now uh, it is safe to say that you do live back here in Portland. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm not affiliated with Bark mm-hmm. Entertainment anymore, but I mean, there's. And still, how like, long were you up there for? I was yes. only up in Tacoma to train to be management and uh, kind of run that for like back half of December, and then it was yeah. just it was just oh, so it was that quick. Yeah, it was yeah. just. I mean, with me doing comedy, I've always been friends with staff more than I've been friends with comics. And so I've mm-hmm. always seen the back end of it. I'm always the person that gives comics advice of, you know, hey, don't do rape jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. t- tip the wait staff, be polite. I mean, yeah. uh, the best advice, I can't remember who I heard it from, but it's it's pretty common knowledge. It's just like eventually the door guy or the door girl will be the manager. Mm-hmm. Like, be nice to everyone. Yeah. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't see the yeah, point rolling in like, hey, don't you know who I am? It's like, right. we're comics. I mean... 60% of Americans don't know who Dave Chappelle is, and that's a walking god to me. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, pick, I'm picking a statistic out of my head, but if you saw right. someone walking down the street, no one knows who Brian Posehn is. Mm-hmm. But to everyone in this room, we'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, absolutely. Like, oh, Brian Posehn, yeah. Do you remember me that one time we did this? And like, yeah. we'd be uh-huh. bagging them like fanboys or girls. And so, <laughs> yeah. 
That's me. I just that like, is a good way to look at it, though. I mean, because yeah, you never know who who anybody is. It's just be nice to everybody. I mean, Gilbert you know? Godfrey's going to Spokane Comedy Club, and I mean, Pablo Francisco was there last night. These are huge names in the comedy yeah. world. But some people are like, oh, that that actor that does the face. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Well, that's why it's so important to get a TV credit in comedy. Like, oh it's, yeah, it's and so... you just were on Portlandia. Yeah, right? legit credit. Yes, like yeah. Because like, <laughs> I heard when I went to New York when I was a like a, a baby comic, only two years in. They're like, you can't count. Um, Okay, you can't say you open for someone if the club booked you. Okay, the, that person's got to yeah, book so when you. People are always okay. like, he's open for this. It's like, no, I've opened for Josh Wolf. I've o- I opened for Eliza Schlesinger. I okay. opened for Jay Moore. These are people that ask for Todd because Todd is their opener. Gotcha, but if the but club I, just does it, that I, doesn't I can't count. list like the Jimmy huh, Crickets, okay. 110 right. amazing yeah. comics that Helium's put me up with. Uh, yeah. Amy Schumer, I mean, like Chelsea Peretti. Uh-huh. Dave Chappelle, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Chappelle, yeah, you really can't count me as his, uh, his cigarette errand boy, really. Right. That was Shane Torres, who Shane Torres today got announced he got his Comedy Central half hour. I saw that, yeah. 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 That's amazing. Super nuts. So, <laughs> yeah. like, Portland comedy is clearly getting its its mark now that we like really have like a. I mean, I, I've been doing it for seven years now, but it seemed like the scene's been growing for at least 10 or 11 or 12 because Bridgetown came in. Yeah. This is the 10th year. Yeah, this is the 10th right. year, I think. Yeah. Mm. No, I mean, it, it just grows exponentially. And people it's, – it's really cool here because the talent's so saturated. I mean, people are moving away and like – but – they're but we're a great town for, like I think I've said before on the show, like 15-minute comics. It's a great place mm-hmm. to find your 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. I mean, then you go out on the road and you find out you don't have 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, it's a big conversation. I mean, I, I, yeah, I just got done doing a roast battle with Amanda Arnold, which was amazingly fun because she's such a strong comic. And, oh. I, and that's the first roast battle I've ever done. And so it was fun. Wait, that. so were you roasting her? Oh, yeah, it was back and forth. So we decided to, instead of how uh, Jacob Christopher, who runs the Great Roast Battle, mm-hmm. they do three minutes and then the other person gets three minutes. And I... Again, no, no discredit to anything. Like, if I was producing a show, I think it's better when you go back and forth. Like, right, Greg, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Greg, yeah, into me back and forth, and, and then it gives you a chance to, to yeah. barbs and, and riff so, off of it. Yeah, yeah. Me and Amanda Arnold, who was the previous champion, agreed that like you know because Jacob thought it'd be a strong comic, even coming with a challenger that we just go back and forth. Uh-huh. And we headlined the first. I shouldn't say we had. We were, the, we were the finishing comics in the first round. And we had a great time. We went head to head. I mean, we both love each other as people, so it was fun to really battle someone that you know is a comic and someone you love. And the audience tied three times on the vote. Oh wow! Oh, it was one wow. of those things where like just like who won? And it's like one of those things where it's like I just I, I didn't say I gave it to her, but I definitely acquiesced. I didn't want us to keep going this for five times. It was Women's yeah. Day, and I felt she beat me anyway. So yeah. like, <laughs> my mom would have been pissed if I would have been like, "No, I won." <laughs> <laughs> no, Amanda. <laughs> no, she did great though. Man, it's amazing. So when you do a roast like that, is it something that you pre-prepare for, or is it just? Kind of off the top of your head. Um, I guess a couple. I had. I knew I had to get a couple in there, uh, and I, I like took some some friend notes. Like, all right, yeah, what can yeah. I dig in? How well, how I, much ahead of time did you know you were going to be battling her? Uh, two weeks. But okay. knowing how knowing how I write, I hate stale jokes. So yeah. I, I wait until the day before and then do the day of, and so okay. I treat it almost like cramming for an exam. Mm. And so I, I I hate I hate like I to me a roast battle is not a roast battle if the joke can transfer to another person. Gotcha, yeah. Just like, oh, it's got to be personal. I hate that. It's so, so, like, literally headache-inducing lazy. So I love it when someone makes a clever insult, and you have to be prepared for yours as well. So when Amanda's like, oh, you know, you know, Todd's clearly balding, you know, his dad's name's Cletus, you know, that you, whether, we don't know that whether the inbreeding or just balding. And I was like, you know, Amanda, if, if – if there was a food I could eat to grow hair, we would both have the same hairdo and the same body mass index. <laughs> I mean, because she's a bigger girl. So I don't want to just come out with a fat joke because she's doing a bald joke. And no, so, that's and perfect. so you want yeah. to bar the, and then I went, our, we lost our friend Will Woodruff this year. And so my final joke was about Will because mm-hmm. I know that he would have wanted to been there. That's something between us. And that's something that it, it should be dark for an audience member if they don't view it. And if I don't make it funny enough, then I lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clearly, they thought it was at least matched in the battle. And so yeah. that's what I wanted. They should be personal, they should be backhanded compliments. That's personalized backhanded compliments that shouldn't transfer mm. to other people. And I'm exactly not a fan of like, right. oh, this person's – no, it's a roast. You're not supposed to just be mean to the person. Like to right. me, I think those are shitty ones. Oh, years ago uh, when I was in radio. I like a 60s one. Like I, we're here to praise this person and yeah. we praise him so much that we can even be so honest with him. Backhand, 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 right. backhand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, backhand her, backhand – you know, it's uh-huh. – I'm not a fan of just like let's tear this person down. Even though that's typically who wins nowadays because I think millennials yeah. – no, Just be mean, as mean as oh, possible. Sure. And, yeah. and I, I mean Ad, I'm not saying Adam Posse uh, didn't win because He's the best because Adam Posse handed most people their ass. There's no joke about that. And he would have handed me my ass too. Like it was fun. But I, I mean, he's not. I mean, he can be mean, but he, he 
he pulled no punches. Oh, yeah. For a dude who chastised me sometimes about my set, he pulled no punches. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I was like, no. No, I totally get what you're saying. When uh, I was in radio years ago on the Rick Emerson show, we did a uh, Rick Emerson roast. And basically, I was one of the people that was roasted. And it was some other people that we worked with in radio. And the jokes, uh, the, a couple of their jokes ended up getting cut about me. And then this person threw a tantrum for years. I think he still does because he's like, oh, well, Sarah didn't like what I was saying. No. But it was basically just because, like, oh, Sarah's a fucking whore. And look at her, like, you know, on 82nd out. Like, just yeah, it wasn't mean. even funny. Yeah. It wasn't funny. And this person for years has, like, held a grudge because he's like, oh, you had my joke removed. And, like, no, I didn't. That was actually the producers of the show who thought that joke was shit. And that's why it got cut, not because I'm getting my little feelings hurt. It's because it's lazy and it was bad. Yeah, it's because you're taking a yeah. perception of me that you want people to believe exactly. or it's easy to believe. Mm-hmm. And you're like, let's go with the lazy stuff. It's like, no. Like, yeah. if you – like, Amanda made fun of the other comics for thinking I'm a, a, a – you know, I'm an arrogant prick. I was like, absolutely. I come across like an arrogant prick. I know, but you're I'm, like the nicest person ever, but you do see – I told you the first it's, time it's, that it's you see like a serial killer. It's a porcupine thing. I'm nervous yeah. as shit all the time. I'm mm-hmm. in public. Every time I'm an open mic. So if you're thinking that's of a person like for an open place of judgment, you sure be some judgy little shits. You don't know me at all. <laughs> and so, like, I'm fine with that. Embrace yeah. that. But when someone says something about me, like, I was expecting to be, like, ex-wives and, you know, divorces and, like, all this kind of stuff. But she didn't go there. Were you thinking of, like, the worst things that were like, I was. Right. Yeah. I was prepped for, like, this. And, like, I even didn't even wear, like, I, I literally wore, like, a nice jacket so my tattoos didn't show. So <laughs> I was like, to, I was, like just in case she's away. got tattoo yeah. jokes. Yeah, because yeah. I, like, I had to strategically think of it because Amanda's good. Uh-huh. That's I, true. She's one of my favorite comics. Like, I... Because that's like, true. You got to think about defense and a little bit of it too, just to try to to, to challenge her. Well, in that's a way. like getting not that you can't accept it, but yeah. just be like, all right, what can I throw her? Yeah, her I game have to think of yeah. those things beforehand. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm not a fan of. Oh, your mom's dead. Oh, your your brother's dead. It's like oh, I've, that's awful. I, so many yeah, comics just in Portland go for funny. that, and it is so fucking lazy. Yeah, that's lazy. That's just cruel. But this I is what makes me an arrogant that. prick, though. I have opinions on comedy that you might disagree with, but then I can't have my own opinions for some reason. Todd, you're such an asshole. I know. That's the funniest thing about it is like because comics. Like I think it kind of irritates some some comics where they're like, well, why does why does that person like Todd? Mm-hmm. It's like because I'm a nice person. They know me off the clock. Like, yeah, I, right. Like I'm nervous, and I'm this is this is a game where it's like my types of comedy. Like I love Pryor. I love Carlin. Mm-hmm. I I love the truth tellers. I am not a clown. I will never be. I'm not up there to get recharged because I have a hollow chunk inside of me. And there's a lot of comics that are like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this specific person is or not. But last time I saw you guys was Bridgetown, where mm-hmm. me and my friend were talking about oh, yeah, how, up, right. yeah, how, yeah. how uptight uh, Portland is mm-hmm. about yeah. race and about discussion of race. And then a table of white people told us we couldn't have that conversation. <laughs> right. and it's just one of those yeah. things where just like true. the <laughs> irony of the situation is hilarious. <laughs> and it's like, I don't even want to dig into those, but like that, that is my life. And so it's like we're – I think it – like I love comedy more than – I love comedy enough that I've dedicated my entire life to it. Yeah. My entire life. My my entire course of action is comedy. And my version of art is traveling to places where people don't agree with my opinion and presenting what I feel is an airtight logical case with humor for being more accepting of others. And I love the fact when I come to Portland, people think I'm dark or edgy. But it's because my opinions you don't want to hear because this is a self-reaffirming bubble here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I love the road because it comes back and they're like, they hate a lot of my jokes down there, but I do the ones that you like here. Does it ever get uncomfortable be- going I somewhere that though. you know? Oh, I, God. because my jokes I feel are airtight. The jokes about like you can't you can't hate gay people because if you had a bacon wrapped shrimp, that's as bad as popping two dicks in your mouth at the same time. <laughs> I, I just to find airtight logic in the Bible or airtight logic in principles, or uh-huh. when someone says that Trump's not racist, and I just well, if you know, if we call Canadians snow Arabs, you'd want to build a wall there too. You know, you mm. just you point out little fallacies in their logic. How does that play in like some place like Coos Bay or? It plays well because you frame yeah. it right. You bookend mm-hmm. it with like you can't you know you can't be an anarchist with a bus pass, and they're like, haha, that's right. Those stupid teenagers like, ah, you can't be a Christian without reading the book. You know, you can't say you have your whole eternity covered, but you can't read a book on the shitter for two weeks. Like, haha, and then you jump into how Jesus can't be white. But yeah. how, you know, you know, it's fun to balance out that. Yeah, lead them in with a little bit of something yeah. like that, and then ah, like oh, George Washington fun. didn't have yeah. wooden teeth, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" It's like no, they're in the fucking Smithsonian. They're, yeah, they're right there. You can see them. They're they're ivory and they're metal. They're, he never had wooden teeth. <laughs> Ostriches don't put their head in the sand. Like I say this all the time. We have these <laughs> misconstrued beliefs of 
Like, yeah, because after you hear something over and over again, mm-hmm. you take it as fact. Yeah, we think Looney Tunes is – I mean, look what Looney Tunes did for children is what Wikipedia does for adults now. It's like this misconstrued yeah. is like, like, that's close enough to fact. <laughs> yeah, right. right yeah. I can Google it in 10 seconds, find it on Wikipedia. All right, yep, it's right. <laughs> or just type in exactly what you want to hear yeah. back and you'll find some – Reaffirmation.com yeah. told oh, me yeah. that I'm right. Like, yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. You can be – right here. That's, a, that's too close to an old Bill Burr bit about how he's like, you can just check up whatever website you want. It's just like, you know. I'm, oh. I'm right.com or something like yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's it's true. You can, Didn't you you have a website? Uh yeah, but I haven't done anything with it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, you are web- I told you so.org. <laughs> yeah, Greg actually bought a website. I know because I can see every fucking website that he buys because it goes into our I buy, I buy a lot of URLs. <laughs> buys a lot, so it's I'm like, you have it's an for alert. future ideas. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do oh. some of that at some point. It's, it, but you have yet. to do that nowadays. It's yeah. nuts. If oh, you yeah, put so. in myopinionisright.com, it goes to Fun Employment Radio. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. I was going to do something with that, so. You should. I think yeah. that's correct by having it go to. My opinion is right. <laughs> correct. You're right. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yes, I'm trying, I try to invent like a like a condom with Purell and a and a hand wipe in the base, so people would be more inclined to use this. You know? <laughs> like you know, like a one a one way festival kit, one way package. Hey, yeah. You gotta roll it out and use it, and you roll it back up yeah, and goes in some bag. I'm trying to think ahead. Or like plastic bottles that are surgically implanted on people when they go on hikes, because if you're going on a hike with a plastic bottle, I know you're a fucking faker. Because <laughs> 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 I'm picking your shit up two years later. When I find it, oh god, oh. I hate that. I hate that shit so much. But uh, that was nice about being in Spokane is the people that wore hiking boots and REI jackets and, and North Face jackets actually had dirty shoes. on like Portland. Did they one. actually hike? Oh, they actually did. It was crazy. To, like speaking, like mine, mine are dirty right now. I'm not speaking. Oh. <laughs> did you ever go to Pullman, Washington? I mean, I don't think no. You've ever I went there. Yeah. I, yeah, I went there once when I was uh, 18 to see if I wanted to go there for school. Yeah, that's where I, I went like, to school. I was like, nah, I'll kill myself out here. Yeah, I knew I drink myself to death or it, like yeah. party my. You know, I'm I'm, yeah. a, I'm an antics lady. <laughs> Young man, mm-hmm. like, well, if yeah. I'm this rowdy at 39, you'd imagine me at 19. Oh right. my like, gosh, I can't even. Imagine. Yeah, because you're just basically up on a hill, like yeah. surrounded by only people your own age. And everyone was like, everyone was like, you can't do that. I was like, watch me. Like <laughs> the whole, the whole like hold my beer thing. It was me, but it's more like hold my joint. I, was like, I got this. <laughs> so, do you have any shows coming up uh, anytime in the not so distant future where people can see oh, you? Uh, yeah, uh, if you go to armtoddstrong.com, you can see stuff. But and that's uh, armtoddstrong.com. Yes. Uh, I have, I'm back with. Uh, Brad Williams in May. At oh, nice. Comedy Club. And then, jeez, I'm in Hawaii. Brad's yeah, I'm in Hawaii. I'm in Maui for uh, three shows. A little little run on Maui. Little, little that is awesome. Run. You go to MauiComedy.com and see me there. How did that come uh, about? That's amazing. Well, that was like, I'm going back to Hawaii. I wanted to go back and I really wanted to go to Maui. And so I was. So you made it happen. Yeah. I guess the long <laughs> and the short of it was, is my vision for comedy is like, I, I know eventually I'll own my own club. And that's why I took the, the job out there to see what was up and see Get the, back, the, the, the full back end of it. Because I mean, I've right. seen a lot, but to see the full back end is a different mm-hmm. story and to work the whole thing like you're basically the owner is a different beast. It was a choice between Los Angeles and really push comedy or Spokane and really learn the back end or kind of go to Maui to see what, if that scene can support a legitimate club. Because mm-hmm. I have enough friends in comedy that are draws, like like famous friends, mm-hmm. that would come out there for a door show just to come out and hang out in Maui. Right, yeah, just and because. So if, if I can find enough to support that through the lean times, I think I'd really like in the next five, ten years to open a club in Maui or just oh, run one in Maui. That would be awesome. And you're going to Maui in just yeah. a couple of weeks. Yeah, and that's so the plan is to basically just I, – I guess just keep scouting it out because I, I see that there's such a – it's a unique place. Maui's like whether it wants to get bigger or not. Spokane, whether it wants to get bigger or not. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, whether it wants to get bigger or not. They're mm-hmm. going to. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be the. That's yeah, going to happen. Everyone place is going to find a place. So if you can find a way to put a little bit of food in your mouth and pay your rent, then live it, have fun. Oh, that's awesome. Well, let's see. So you have a few shows coming up this week. So you're going to be at uh, in Squim. Yeah, wait by Canada on Wednesday. So <laughs> that's, that's why awesome. I kept the rental car, even though I, tra- I drove the bike today. Because I I, it's funny, I have a rental car, but I still have to my motorcycle. Oh, so uh, you just, have to. I was like, it's not going to rain for 25 minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, got to take advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. See, Squim. Oh yeah, and you're going to Newport too. Yeah, going back. Oh yeah, I'm going back down to Grants mm-hmm. Pass uh, next weekend at Wild River Pub with Mr. Andrew Rivers. Oh, very cool. Nice. That's a fun show. That's Andrew's one of my buddies. I I love him to death. We came up together like. People basically the same reason like uh, he hustled. He started out uh, being the son of like a radio. Like basically, if he was Rick Emerson's son mm-hmm. in a sense, so he started out being okay. like a, a known son of a radio personality. And so he just started hustling. He's been doing it for eight years now, and he just I don't know anybody that grinds more than he does. Like, That's great. Nice. Like stop sleeping in your car. I don't know a human being that slept in his car more than him. <laughs> <laughs> I, Has I, he I, slept I, in a yurt? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. He doesn't yeah. seem like the yurt type. He seems more like the. But he he's like me. He he brings a sleeping bag and a pillow with him to all his gigs. Like, yeah, right. just to just it, to be safe. Yeah. One, one way, you know, this is my comedy light. This is my uh-huh. kit. Like, yeah. I have one more question about a yurt. So, is it? Does it have like a door? Yeah, it had like a uh, like a like a frame door. Does it have it, a lock? 
Yeah, it had a lock and deadbolt. Huh. And it had like little, uh, I guess, visqueen windows that went over uh, full-time screen windows, three of them. And then over those visqueen windows that you could see through was like a the same tarp material, which had be like a heavy probably polyurethane okay. or something like that. And then it had a lattice of well, almost like a baby gate. If you had a circular baby gate, kind of hmm. like a lattice work of, of wood. And then there were poles holding it up and the poles went up to uh, a centralized like a radius. And that had like a little – like a little plastic bubble dome, kind of like see-through sunlight, and all the cables pulled the round together. So the round top of the lattice wall was pulled taut in a circle, and then the round top of the, I guess, the rafter boards that went mm-hmm. up from there were pulled taut at the little sunlight. Sunlight, so it just stayed up on its own. There it was just like it was it was pulled into a round, and the, all the posts went into the ground. That's cool. Yeah, it was just like a full-on little Mongolian tent. Yeah, they've got I them over in like there. Seaside. I think has some Lincoln City. Probably a couple of places in between there too. I know. I, I mean, I know a lot of people that grow yeah. big, you know, commercial legal pot fields and mad people like that. They, mm-hmm. they have yurts because it's it's a way to I mean, for your fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, you can have a livable house that's yeah. nice and put a little wood stove in it, and you can have solar panels, and then you're good to go. Yeah, every little every little off grid living and your home and garden version of Oregon. <laughs> I like it, Greg. Have you ever stayed in New York? I never have. I've okay. been one. Because I had some buddies that were staying over there, but then I went and camped. It felt like a shitty so, boathouse. I've like never really, actually stayed like in a one. shitty boathouse. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. I'm okay with that. That yeah, sounds no, like fun. <laughs> like I mean, my boathouse when I had it, it looked like IKEA. Because I mean, I like I'm like, well, if I'm gonna have the outside look like I live in a floating, you know, trailer park, I'm gonna yeah. have the inside look like it's crisp and bright. Yeah, so. the inside has to look nice. Yeah, white. You know, you have white cabinetry and stuff like that to match your you know dirty, moldy ass looking outside. Yeah, Gotta make it pop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, Todd, well, Todd, yeah, so arm yes. Todd Strong. Yes, arm that's where people Todd go. Strong. You can arm and Todd we have Strong. some listeners in, in Maui, so uh, be sure to yeah. Hell yeah. go check out check out Todd, check out comedy. Come see me and come see my sunburn, because god damn it, do I love the water oh, and the yeah. sun. It does not like my Irish ass. <laughs> oh yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Sarah gets burned pretty quick. I, do, I burn, so. usually it'll stay for a, like a week. I'll, I'll no, get a tan for a little while. I'll get a tan longer than you will. Okay. That well, much. And most say. people do. Yeah, so most people okay. do. So my nose really rots off. Literally rots yeah. off. Oh, I know. I, I have to surf with a hat. Like a little ball cap. Oh. I'll lose them. If, if the surf's too big, it's like, well, I can't go today because I'll lose my hat slash it, I'm scared. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm just so terrified for my future skin cancer in my nose because I've had it sunburned so many times. Yeah, I'm going to lose my nose. Oh, I know. My nose, We're my shoulder. We're going to be like Michael Jackson. We're going to oh, like have all that gone. I was literally looking at it, someone saw it on top of my head because I was like, oh, oh what? Oh, oh, is that? Oh, no, it's just a cowlick. I, oh. I, I, that was a dark spot. Or Science will solve those problems yeah. for us. And, you know, we hope. Years. We hope. Yeah. We right? just have to be patient. Exactly. And rich. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. That and socialist. Too. Okay, yeah. we'll be in trouble. All right, all of those things. <laughs> Reminding you, we're the only industrialized nation in the world that does not have universal health care. There you go, everybody. That's right. It's true. One of 21. Not because It's impossible to have a free market when people, you know, you can't expect a business to insure the sick and the old. That's why you have to have Medicare and Medicaid. And then we expect the people who don't need insurance to fight over money for an industry we don't really need. America. Coming from, coming from anarchist. <laughs> we can't have people be too comfortable, Todd. They just right. be too no. happy. No, just, they, just, just eat your sugar, take your opiates, and be addicted one out of five. There you go. <laughs> I'm ToddStrong.com. That's right. Pretty, pretty pictures and big For opinions. For all those uplifting opinions. Right there. <laughs> I do pretty pictures with him, right? You do. He has very pretty pictures. I'll bitch about the illogicalness of our meanness to each other while there's a sunset in the background. Yeah, lots of sunset pictures. Very beautiful. <laughs> uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to our show. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I love my You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.